Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 34. In today's episode, we're going to talk about some deep breathing exercises that will help calm your nervous system. Again, bringing in resilience, but also when we bring our nervous system to a state of the relaxation response, it begins to bring healing to our body, clarity to our mind, and actually begins to help increase our energy levels. It helps our cells begin to heal and push out the toxins that they're carrying, and it helps them begin to step into a greater level of overall life, to be honest. Um, But we're specifically talking about the nervous system component today. I'm going to be integrating some more deep breathing and functional breathing exercises throughout. Um, As a functional breathing practitioner in part of my coaching, that will always be a component that we talk about. And why is that? I, I have really loved the topic of breathing. It's just a a personal passion of mine. I think I've read, oh, I don't know, eight or nine books on breathing and done courses on it and really dug deep into it. I think because it so resonates with the way that our bodies are designed as opposed to here's another supplement, here's another herb, here's another thing to try why don't we utilize the way that our bodies are made? Why don't we utilize this thing called breath that really is is supposed to be something that we do on a regular basis? And as you dig into it, as you get deeper and deeper, you realize that societies have had breathing practices for a very long time. It's actually not new. It's actually being newly brought to the surface I used to think that when people would say the phrase mindful breathing, I would think, eh, it doesn't sound very interesting and doesn't sound very helpful. Um, I don't really enjoy just focusing on my breath. And aren't I breathing anyways? Hmm. Now that question is really something that you have to really ponder and think about for a little bit. We're breathing all the time. We can't exist without not breathing. You have to breathe to function. You have to breathe to stay alive in order to even think at all. Your brain needs oxygen in order to move thoughts through it and to function. And that's why it's a component of the autonomic system, the automatic systems, your autonomic nervous system, your autonomic systems in your body function without you having to intentionally think about it. However, your autonomic nervous system, as well as your autonomic responses, such as breathing, sight, your saliva functioning, your muscles, your heartbeat, all of that can actually be intentionally shifted. 
you can actually intentionally shift yourself out of the sympathetic into the parasympathetic. You can actually intentionally breathe such that your body begins to heal. You can actually intentionally breathe so that your nervous system actually moves into fun functioning into the sympathetic into the parasympathetic. And when we do that, we elicit something called the relaxation response in our body. And that response has been shown to help the cells in our body function at their best and begins to heal. They begin to um, move towards things that, that heal. So for example, if you sprain your ankle, let's just say that's an example, when you do that and your body functions well, it shoots all the little white blood cells, it shoots a whole process in, it swells up to create a cast, and then it begins the healing process of healing the torn muscles and ligaments. And then as the ankle begins to heal, on the inside, the cast or the swelling begins to reduce. It's really powerful and incredible. However, if we are in a stress response already in our body, if we are, our chemicals and wiring, our brain limbic system and our, our nervous system are functioning in a, in a state of stress, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, however it be, even in nutritional stress, meaning that we're not putting in healing nutrition into our bodies, all those things factor into the, the capacity of our body to heal well and quickly. So let's shift back to breathing to calm our nervous system, to bring healing through our nervous system. You know, our, our nerves, we're not meant to be nervous. You know, it's funny that it's called our nervous system because those little signals of when it were nervous is meant to be momentarily to help us understand when we're at alert when we need to maybe fight, flight, or freeze and, and enact that that response to something quickly. Um, but when our nerves go on for a long time and we start to just kind of live in the nervous state or the stress response, as I like to call it, um, anxiety, stress, depression, they start to impact uh, the chemicals of our body, the thoughts in our mind, and our whole body starts to step into a state of dis-ease, right? It's not at ease anymore, and dis-ease begins to ta happen, and we begin to see health breakdowns, emotional breakdowns, mental breakdowns. And so what we want to do is break that pattern, and we want to begin teaching our body chemistry and our mind how to shift into that parasympathetic system. And there's a, a lot of ways to do that, but breathing is definitely on the top of that list. So we're going to just take a moment to look at some negative breathing patterns and just how, um, how that can actually play a role in the way your nervous system can react. You know, you want to be able to have a reaction to things, even very stressful things, in a way that actually brings life to your body. You can have a very high spike and then be able to quickly come down from that in a healthy way. So we have a couple of different types of breathing. We have shallow breathing 
And this is when you're kind of taking just short breaths that are really often using your chest muscles instead of your diaphragm. They're going in just from maybe the nose or mouth and they're just, you know, maybe hitting that shoulder part or the very top part of your of your lungs. And then we have a type of monitored breathing or intentional breathing. And this is where you're very aware and focused on your breathing. And sometimes this is a good thing and sometimes it's not. Sometimes when we're too focused on our breathing in a way that we're not actually intentionally shifting it, um, it can actually lead to further anxiety. So if we notice that we're maybe taking shallow breaths or maybe quick breaths, um, we might be focusing on it and actually causing it to happen more rapidly. So we're going to talk about that in just a second. And then lastly, we have something called overbreathing. So I'm talking about three negative breathing patterns that are happening when we're not intentional about our breath. So overbreathing, most people, it's estimated that most people are in a chronic state of overbreathing, which is causing some chronic health problems. It's causing chronic lack of sleep as well as the inability to shift our nervous system. And what that means, in short, is that we're actually, it causes, when you breathe a lot of, of short breaths, especially through the mouth, you're breathing in more oxygen than you actually need, but what's happening is you're not breathing it in deep enough, and it's not opening up in your the rest of your body very well, and so it's causing your body to actually believe that you're not getting enough oxygen. And so it's really fascinating. We can actually over-oxygenate ourselves and we actually want a balance of carbon dioxide and oxygen. There's a very beautiful line where when we can find that balance, it can actually provide a lot of health benefits to us. So these three places of, you know, just shallow breathing or ultra-focused on our breathing without shifting it, and then over-breathing can actually lead to greater levels of stress, anxiety, panic, and even depression, um, which is all a part of our nervous system functioning. And so the pattern that we really want to shift into is what I call deep and slow and, and light breathing. What that actually means is that when you put all three of them together, you actually end up having a lot more to think about when you're doing your breath. Whereas when I've heard the concept of d- deep breathing before, I've kind of thought of it as these really intense, like, like deep breathing pieces. But when you do that, you're putting a lot of force and there is actually a benefit to that style. Uh, it's very alkaline forming in the body and there's a lot happening. Um, But what I want to talk about is functional deep and light breathing because at the bottom of your lungs, there are actually little spindles that when you breathe in all the way through into your diaphragm, you actually activate those spindles and begin to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. Whereas when you breathe in the top half of your lungs, you're actually remaining and keeping the sympathetic system on unintentionally. You don't even know you're doing it. 
And so when you can slow your breath down and activate your diaphragm right under your ribs, really from your abdominal deep breathing and slowly bring all that air in to really fill all your lungs and fill that entire space and let it hit that area and then breathe out slowly, you're going to start experiencing um, some major shifts chemically in your body. You're going to experience some major shifts in your nervous system and the, the lungs are going to activate that parasympathetic system. So, you know, this is studied by many people. American Institute of Stress actually says that deep breathing impacts the body in the following ways. Your metabolism is activated, your heart rate decreases, blood pressure is lowered. When your breathing slows down, your muscles relax. Your nitric oxide levels increase, which actually increases blood and oxygen flow in your body. And there's several other benefits, lots, lots, lots of other benefits. Trust me, there are just an endless amount of benefits to this deep and slow nasal breathing. And so I want to share kind of how to do this, but it's really helpful to know why it's helpful, what you're doing and what's actually being done when the process. So when you do this, you wanna actually breathe through your nose and picture like a straw, taking the air nice and slowly all the way into your lungs and just slowly expanding your lungs. You wanna make sure all that air goes to the bottom of the lungs and really fills that. You wanna make sure your diaphragm is actually being activated. That component as well is very important. And if you can't figure out how to do it, you know, you place your hands on your diaphragm and just use your brain to begin activating that muscle. And sometimes it can take a minute. When we start connecting our brain to our movements, we can actually begin experiencing the benefits of it even more. Um, They say that just simply focusing your brain on your breathing begins to shift your nervous system. Okay, so that intentionality is very important. Then begin just slowing it down, counting the seconds in, counting the seconds out. With deep breathing, one of the ways that that is very helpful and healing is actually doing it such that your exhales are either equal to or longer than your inhales. So if your inhale is four seconds, your exhale wants to, should be four to six seconds at, or more. And that, what that does is it helps let the carbon dioxide f- circle through the body and allows it to increase the blood flow and the oxygen flow in your bloodstream. And so what that does is it, it connects to all the muscles, ligaments, nervous system, the every area of your body, your brain, and oxygenates all those places. And so then you're actually um, beginning to experience the healing, healing process. So even just doing that one practice several times a day, pausing, noticing your breath, slowing it down, and expanding your diaphragm, you may need to put your hands on your ribs or right below your ribs the first few times and just practicing expanding your breath filling all your lungs 
um, it's kind of begin creating a positive shift in your nervous system um, all throughout the day. Okay. But I want to touch base on two different ones as well. And one of them is roll breathing. And this one is kind of neat. Um, it's actually recommended by WebMD. And what you do is you place your one hand on your chest and one hand on your abdomen and just begin taking that inhale through your nose and your abdomen should rise and then your chest will rise and then you begin pressing the air out through your abdomen and then your chest will come down. And so you want to kind of come in and then... And do it for about three to five minutes at a time. And what you're doing is you're breathing in your abdomen and then your chest. And then breathing out and creating a bit of a rolling process. So in and out, in and out, in and out. You don't want to do it so that you get lightheaded. But it's it's really a rolling practice. Whereas some of the other methods, you kind of pause at each one. So... This other one, uh, recommended by the American Institute for Stress, combines deep breathing with visualization. And just this one you want to do, you know, obviously not while driving or while at work. You can do it while at work, but you can keep your eyes open. You can actually visualize while keeping your eyes open. Um, But this is a great one to do maybe first thing in the morning or right at the evening. And just in a seated position, breathing in, even smiling a little bit actually helps release a little bit of dopamine and serotonin into your body. Just the simple act of smiling and just begin breathing and noticing any tension in your body. Release all of that tension and begin visualizing the air coming in and through all the different parts of your body from head to toe just releasing tension in those areas and oxygenating each of those areas. When we are stressed, we unintentionally hold tension in different parts of our body. And so when you do this and you begin just focusing your attention on different parts of your body, I like to work my way either from my feet to my head or head to my feet. And just breathing in through the head, releasing any tension Breathing in through the shoulders, breathing in through the chest, the heart, the hips, the thighs, the calves, the feet, moving through your arms and your hands, and just noticing tension and releasing it with your breath, and oxygenating each of those places as you do that. When you do this, it just brings such a deep relaxation into your system, And I believe you're going to really notice a lot of shifts. Um, So these are three different practices that you can do. If you'd like more, I have a little ebook on my website, coachkirsten.com slash breathe. And you can learn about 50 different ways that breathing helps your health and your immune system, your nervous system, and really various ways it can help your eyes and your teeth. You can learn 10 different breathing techniques as well as a 21-day practice of putting this into practice. So I hope you enjoy. Breathe on. Take some time to focus and intentionally shift your breathing all throughout the day 
and during specific times of your day, and you will really begin to notice the benefits of deep, slow, and functional breathing. Okay, my friends, breathe on. All right, thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.